welcome to the Hunter's Hub. This is your host, Fortwan, joined by just uh, co-host Morg today. How you doing? Um, actually, <laughs> it was a rough week because I was recovering um, from stomach flu, but I'm on the Ew. med, so I'm doing a lot better. Um, and I finally got a chance to play stories. Yay! It's a good week. Yeah, I got it. I got to play it today. Like, today is the day I picked it up. Same. Um, I mean, like, I downloaded it on on the, the release day, but I didn't really have time to play it until, yeah, this morning. So, that was a lot uh, of fun. I couldn't, I f- could not physically go pick it up. I have a physical copy. And oh. I, work was just, I think yesterday was another 11 hour day. So, we were just, like, unable to do it. That's rough. Work has been very much, <laughs> very busy. <laughs> This week. Um, uh, So that people know, when we're listening, this is uh, Hunter's Hub, a video game podcast where we talk about video games. We are born of the Monster Hunter community, which means we can... We we are generally a Monster Hunter podcast, but we talk about other video games too. And tonight, we're going to be talking about a lot of different video games because we are going to be talking about spinoffs. But this is inspired by the game that we were just discussing Monster Hunter Stories 2, which is the second in a spin-off series of Monster Hunter. Yeah, exactly. So, I think it's pretty safe to put uh, both that and the the first game that was, I think, on the 3DS and mobile probably on that mm-hmm. list as well. So, yeah. Yeah. So, we'll we'll be um we'll be defining to us what a spin-off is um here in a moment. But um like you said, you had the stomach flu this week, Morg? Yeah, it was brutal. Um, wow. Yeah, I don't want to get into details of like what that involves. Um, it just it involves no, 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 a no, lot no. of time battling for the throne, if you know what I mean. <laughs> King of the Hill. Or the porcelain. Oh, yeah. One of the two. Um, what I was going to say is, I'm kind of glad we can record today, because I didn't have internet until Thursday. Oh, my internet God. went out the day after recording um, last week and didn't come back till Thursday. And I was fighting with Comcast uh, probably all since Tuesday oh um, to get it fixed. So that was rough. Um, anyways, so let's talk a little bit about uh, like what we define. I do want to talk a little bit about stories too, just a little brief initial impression because we both only just started playing today. Um, but, um, cool. I'll, I need to maximize yeah, so it doesn't show those pop-ups, hopefully. Anyways, um, so spinoff in my definition is that when you use a brand or a series uh, in a way that the gameplay is altered. Yeah. Um, um, so oh. you're using the same characters, but they're not continuing what we would call their main agenda. I suppose, um, yeah, that would make sense. Because, like, if we were to, say, like, compare, like, um, the Fallout series... One and two compared to three and four, um, they're drastically different. But you could well, also. I wouldn't s- call three and four a spinoff because they are no. 
progression in the series. But exactly, I would call Fallout Shelter a spinoff because that's yes. a total different genre shift. Now, for, um, what about Pokemon Go? Pokemon Go is definitely a spinoff, correct? Because like, correct, even though it yes. does include all the char- all the main characters from the main storyline, uh, it's a complete it, it's it's a completely different entity to itself. Holy shit i forgot about any sort of pokemon spinoff oh boy oh i am good because i got a bunch one oh boy what about board games do they count as spinoffs i i think we're gonna focus on video games for this one okay board games uh yeah i could i could i could you could if you're going to go outside of media I could say you could say a lot of things are spin-off like the anime and da 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 da. There's an um, Indigo Plateau board game where you start off with a starter and you go through the entire region and you try and collect Pokémon using dice rolls and you can yeah, use with, status elements and damage and stuff like that. Yeah, exactly like that. And Yeah, I used to have it. Yeah. yeah. I want to count that as a spin-off, but I know I can't. <laughs> No, we're gonna focus on video games. So, so spinoffs. Um, I uh, so here we'll give a couple examples of a spinoff. So, what would like a good a good example of like different spinoffs versus series? So, like Mario. What do you think of Mario? Mario is typically okay. What, a platformer? It's it's typically a platformer. So, if we were to count all of the golf games, or, well, actually, just all the sports, sports. games. All of the yeah. go-karting games, all the Mario Party games. Um, what about mm-hmm. Mario Maker? Like, with that Mario Maker is a weird one. Yeah, because it's 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 so I would call it a spinoff in the same vein of like Mario Paint. Yeah, it's a Mario creator. Paint. I remember Mario um, Paint on SNES. That was a good game. Actually. Yeah, remember the fly swatter game yeah, where you so- have to. Swaddle the flies. Yeah, yeah, they and they redid it where you had a fly swatter boss. Yes. <laughs> oh my god. Um, the uh, so what what uh, what I was gonna say is Mario is a good example of having a lot of spinoffs. So much so they have their own series. So for instance, Mario Kart I would consider a spinoff. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. But I would not consider Mario sixty four a spinoff, even though there is two branches of platformers. There's three D platformers and two D platformers. I would still consider those like "quote unquote" main series Mario's. Now, granted, yeah. I think these definitions, especially in this case, would be somewhat subjective to us. As long as Morgan and I agree, I think we can have a good discussion on it. Yeah, you know, listeners and and watchers on Twitch, you guys may not totally agree with our definition, and that's fine. You know, that's that's why we're sort of prefacing this. I would also say, if you look at the Metroid series, I would say that Prime. I wouldn't really consider Prime necessarily a spin-off, more of a reimagining of the series or an alternate timeline. Mm-hmm. Whereas cuz they they kind of follow the same themes and the same gameplay just in a 3D space. We if could also oh, there is one I believe is guaranteed to be a um a uh, spin-off that um I think it might be able to agree with it being a spin-off. Um Mortal Kombat Mythologies Sub-Zero. It's completely yeah, centralized around Sub Zero storyline, mm-hmm. and it's like an action adventure game. It's not necessarily just strictly a tournament based. It's not a fighting fighter game. game. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that is, uh, I think, Morg, you and I roughly agree on what that is. So, mm-hmm. 
yeah. uh, we can we can get into it. Uh, so first of all, obviously, Monster Hunter Stories meets this list. I'm pretty sure for both of us, right? Yeah, yeah, it does. Mm-hmm. So how far did you get so far? In Stories 2. Um, in Stories 2, I only just started playing today, and I managed to get a Kuluyaku egg and a Bulldrum egg, and I encountered um, my uh, the Anjanath um, ambush. Mm-hmm. Um, that's about as far as I got into. Um, I'm trying to get to the right of channeling as fast as I can, um, so that way I can um, switch off all the genes that I have on like the three Kuluyakus right. that I have. Because I'm trying to make the perfect one, and one of them has the rainbow gene, and I'm like, but it's not in the middle. Mm. Ooh, it's like at the bottom, and I'm like, ah, I can't complete any I, of my combos. I have <sighs> a Aptanoth with a rainbow gene. Where's it placed in the bingo slots? Is it like, um... Center top. Center top. Oh, okay, because mine is like I think center bottom. No, wait, or it's either center yeah. le- center bottom or left bottom. I can't remember, but I want it like dead center, right in the middle, so that way I can put it in like so I can get those combos, just the perfect ones yeah. going on at the right time. Um, Ugh. I I am excited though, um, because like Pokemon. I have decided to give myself a typing challenge. Oh, have you? Have you decided to make it so you have mono mono typing? You didn't, uh, did you? <laughs> no, no. Not mono typing, so I'm not doing all technical or all power or whatever or all certain element. Um, I am doing all herbivores. Oh. <laughs> oh. So... Oh, to no. my knowledge, <laughs> to my knowledge, that allows me Bulldrome, Aptanoth, Monoblos, and Diablos that I have seen so far. So far, yes. Um, well, at least you've got some um, pretty good ones. Um, that's not too bad. Um, trying to think of a couple. Now, that leaves two other slots. I have no idea what they're going to be. But for the time being... I'm not going to cause myself to miss things because I'm I'm doing this typing. So I will probably keep if I have to, like something like a velocidrome in the background so I can do the jumps and the the various like world movement things. Yeah. I will probably keep things of of that nature in my party so I could do that, but if I have an option of an herbivore that can, I will do those. Um, I do have a question. Um Mhm. There is Duramboros in the game. Does anybody know if you can actually hatch it? Because if you can, ooh, ooh, you get twinkle um, toes. From what I heard, no. Oh, from what I heard no. I wanted from my what own I also heard, That's too bad. No Texacabra, even though he's in yeah. the game too. Yeah, I, I I saw that. Yeah, you can't hatch a Texacabra, which is really really weird. Like you get Zamtrios. So they did him dirty. They did him dirty this year. Poor there's there's going to be a which monster hunter which monster hunter monster loses in the year 2021. It's Tetsukabra. It's yeah, because he does, he like he only yeah. gets like um slightly promoed as a tadpole in Rise. You don't get to fight it. Yep. He shows up in Rise as a monster that you get to beat up, but you don't get to hatch it from an egg or anything like that. I think you could actually no, wait. 
could you actually get a tetacabra in stories one i'm trying to remember mm, i don't remember i don't I think don't so i don't i don't think so because i i don't know my mind is playing tricks on me and i just picture a tetacabra with saddle and then like you hatching the egg and it's like this little frog <laughs> with these little stubs is going and then and then there you go I, there's your little I'm baby tetacabra i'm pretty sure not because the first time we've seen a baby tetsukabra is rise. So I'm pretty yeah. sure not. Mm-hmm. Um, but, um, so yeah, yeah, so Stories 2 has That's been going well. I think I'm a little further ahead than you, Morgan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I, uh, I don't, I don't want to spoil things for you. How much could you possibly I, spoil? Well, okay, I'm not... I don't think it's much of a spoiler, and mm-hmm. I'm sorry if it is. Oh, I'm not but worried about spoilers. That, that Anjanath that chased you away, mm-hmm. I just defeated it. You beat it? Wait, there's no way you could have mm-hmm. beaten it in your first encounter, was it? Because no. I think it's like no, a fix. You see it again. It's a supposed to run yeah, away fight, yeah. so. Yeah, she'll she'll drag you away by your ear. You you can't. No, you you encounter it a second time and then beat it. And it's not too much further than where you're at. Okay, really. great, great. Because we both started today. Like, yeah. I did not start until after lunch today. Like, yeah. I wasn't even home uh, with the game until after lunch. So, yeah. Stories 2. Obviously, Stories good spinoff. We want to talk a little bit about Stories 1, how you felt about it. I played the story, I beat it, and I dropped the game. I thought it was cool. But I despise playing on 3DS. I despise playing oh. on 3DS at all times. So I, it didn't matter if it was for you or or I didn't play 3U on 3DS. I played it on Wii U. For you or Generations. Um, those are probably my two least played games because of the system they were on. Oh, okay. That makes so, sense. No, yeah. I enjoyed Stories though, 1. Yeah. A lot, actually. I, I went out of my way to actually try and make um, very niche and competitive um, sets including i think it was an ice built molten tigrex and that way i could skill seal my opponents and then i gave him a number i think i gave him a speed and a tech ability just to round him out so then that way he'd be able to um knock out people's skills and then they'd be forced into the rock paper scissors and because i know what they were using i could predict what they were going to use um and then yeah there were mm. a bunch of really weird ones that i made that were really really fun but yeah, water and ice were probably the best elements because of skill seal. Very very fun. I had a Black Diablos that I used the entire game. Mm-hmm. Yep, Black Diablos is actually probably one of the toughest in in um, the original stories. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Red. I had Kizu a lot of HP really up. Good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I. Think, I remember yeah. having a lot of HP up, and I would tank a lot of hits. I'd be like, "Oh no, I lost on the head to head. Don't care." <laughs> mm-hmm. Actually, a lot of the subspecies were really, really good in that game. Um, I'm actually, yeah. Su- yeah, I'm actually surprised that you know they, they weren't used more often. And goddamn, those metal wraths! Wow, they had I some don't really good genes. Them that much. Yeah, they they were actually not. Bad. Um, did you have to go up through the battle tower to get those? Because I know that's how you got Kieran too. Yeah, yeah. I ended up having to get their eggs through the tower as well. So. Um, yeah, I didn't, I didn't do the tower. I beat yeah. the story and I was done. So I did, I don't not, sh- I may have touched the tower. I may not have. 
Uh, like, I put it down that quick. Did you um, ever do, like, the uh, the competitive stuff? Like, the offline and online? Like, uh... Mm-hmm. No, oh. I, ne- I never played online. Oh, so you never got the uh, the crossover monster or, um... Uh, what was it? I got Epona. Okay, yeah. And, uh, I think it was, uh, Great Pookie? I used Epona in my party. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did have Great Pookie, yes. Great Pookie's a really good one. I didn't use Great Pookie. It's a really it's a really good one. You'd be surprised actually. I think you'd like using it. I I had it. Um I just didn't use it. Um So uh I don't honestly I don't have a lot to say about stories one. I liked it. Um White but I did blows. like an episode. Uh I did an episode mm-hmm. uh of the podcast here about it. Um and uh, yeah, that's it. Like, <laughs> so you were into it a lot more than I was. Oh yeah, um, I love that game. I will say, I this is the first time that I have sort of like binged a game today. Like, I don't really do that a lot anymore, right? especially with the kids around. Um, but I did mostly play this when the kids were preoccupied today. Usually I'm like, okay, I feel like playing something a little lighter. This one I was like, nope, I'm totally into this. I'm I'm totally playing it. So that's a a good sign is I'm actually really invested in this right now. It's a really it's yeah, it, it's it's quite a lot better. I like the fact that you can switch between all the different types of weapons. Um, that they've included the mechanics of like piercing, slashing, and bludgeoning. Um, it's very D and D almost, <laughs> with the way that the uh, the damage types are all designed. Um, but um, yeah, I also like the fact that um, a lot of the weapons like complement each other pretty well. Like for example, bow is able to put status ailments on your opponents, and the hammer gets mm-hmm. bonuses when your opponent <laughs> has status ailments on it. It's it's really nice. They they complement each other very very well. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, no. Um, yeah, I like that they added new. So, what to what it. three weapons do you carry with you? I have been using great sword, bow, and hammer. So, um, I wanted same. to try one hundred percent the same. I wanted to get into gun lance, but I feel like you have to win those head to heads a lot in order for you to make them really count. Um, mm-hmm. But it's more a weapon for like those really longer duration battles like for example boss battles i think that uh gun lance would mm-hmm. really shine in and especially if like they bring in a lot of little minions um but i find that a lot of the fights tend to end very very quickly because i i know what i'm doing <laughs> yeah um this probably isn't true i probably have failed at least one but Head-to-head, I don't think I have failed more than a few head-to-heads yet. Yeah, I think... I have been yeah. very good at pretty... Even when they switch up their move, at worst, I've come to a draw. I think um, understanding, like, when they decide to change their move sets, it, it really depends on, like, what kind of a phase they're in. For example, like, Kuliaku is typically a technical, but once it lifts up the rock, then it switches over to power because... It can't really do technical stuff when it has a rock in its hand. It has no choice but to brute force things. And then, like, uh, Velocidrome mm-hmm. is all about speed. But then once you piss it off, then it goes into power. 
Um, yeah, depending on like what sort of a stage that they're in 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 the fight, um, that's going to change um, the way that they approach um, attacking you, and so then you just have to um, yeah um, take that into account when you're when you're fighting them. So yeah, it's not bad. It's it, it, I think it's a good system because it does mix things up. Right. It it is it is it's very much. Adding the the weapon damage types on top of everything else was kind of cool, because like I actually switched my weapons now. Yeah, like it's I, really I remember. Good. Uh, I remember in stories one, I only used greatsword. That was it, ever, and I would maybe element match at times, like if I had a big boss fight coming up. Um, yeah. there was a fatalis fight. I think I remember that that I tried to do some element matching on that, but that was it. Like, Ooh, yeah. Uh, Fatalis is not easy. Um, that's like very end no. at the highest reaches of the tower. I think, I think there's actually like an event quest where you can no, fight Fatalis. He was in the story. Oh, like okay. I said, I never went to the tower. So he was, in, I know I fought him and he was in the story. I pretty sure. Okay. He was taken over by whatever the, not frenzy was whatever the the black blight the yeah story thing yeah um i'm positive that he wasn't in the tower <laughs> i yeah. you know then someone's gonna prove me wrong but i know i didn't go in the tower at least um or if i did it wasn't very far but um so yeah so uh obviously stories a big spinoff for us so, Morg, do you just want to go back and forth on this? I think that would be a great idea. So, um, do you want me to start, or do you Turn want to camp. start? Because I, I could start so off I with have, a really easy one. I have eight. Uh, let me see. How Maybe. many have I got? Uh, <laughs> well, okay. Uh, eh, well, since I kind of talked... Um, pretty much most of mine, uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh no, why didn't I throw all my options out there? Well, you know what? Um, I think maybe, Just uh, start us off, Morg. Okay, yeah. Well, yeah. let's talk with, about, uh, Pokemon Pinball. Now, this game, I played it on Ooh. Game Boy Color. This was a really fun game. Oh my god. And it had like a built-in vibrational controls in like the cartridge that would shake your entire Game Boy. So, oh my god. <laughs> it was really really fun and enjoyable to play. Really stupid game. And I like that the concept of it um, was is that you'd go from like route to route. And like like most yes. pinball games they would have like some um some element of like story built into it where if you collected a certain number of points and you got the ball into certain areas on, uh, in the pinball machine, it would help you to progress further. Right. I mean, I think there was, like, a Dracula and a Terminator. It's one called... It's, but there's yeah. actually a whole... There's a whole genre, and it's called Adventure Pinball. It's exactly like that. It's exactly like Adventure yeah. Pinball. Yeah. And you can catch Pokemon in Pokemon Pinball, where it'll show up, like, I think in, like, the middle of the pinball machine, whatever. And then it's just your job to try and like get past all the little barriers and to try and hit the ball at the yeah. right spot of the Pokemon. So that way you could catch it. It is. Oh man. It is really tricky. I'm glad somebody remembers that game. Oh yes. 
Uh, I'd played it. I didn't own it, so it wasn't on my list. But I will tell you this, Morg. I have two other pinball games on my list. Oh, please tell. So, a good transition, and I guess I'll just talk about them now, Metroid Pinball. Do you ever oh, play this? I've never played it. No. Actually, yeah, I want to hear about this. So, M- Metroid Pinball was a DS game. Oh, uh, I never played that. Yeah. I would have liked um, to. Also another adventure pinball. Um, now, granted, it was still score-based, but I think even Pokemon was still score-based. Yeah. As far as, like, uh, high scores and that whatnot. Um, mm-hmm. The Metroid pinball, you were Samus, obviously, in the morph ball form. Mm-hmm. And you would go around defeating bosses and stuff. Uh it's it was uh it was wonderful um the biggest memory i have of playing this game is i borrowed my brother's uh ds when i went on senior trip in high school and i played this on the bus and i think our first stop was dc and dc is about a six or eight hour drive so i got a good amount of pinball on that machine uh sitting next to one of my buds chatting about video games like it was it was uh i don't know i liked that one a lot but one i liked even more and did even better in was kirby pinball on the game boy oh now kirby pinball another adventure one where you would go up to the top and it was all linear so you would go up screens you were your you would shoot the ball up on top of the screen, it would actually come up the bottom, through the bottom of the screen, so you were going up levels. Oh, that's you cool! To fight, you would have to fight uh, Wispy Woods, you'd have to fight Krakow, you'd have to fight, like, some classic Kirby bosses. Eventually, um, King DDD at the end is who you gotta kill. Um, and you got points! And you got, po- you got to, once you killed them, you could start over again on the same amount of balls and get better points. This was a competition between my brother, my mother, and myself for the high score. My mother usually leading. Because, um, <laughs> you know, 80s kids that grew up playing pinball. So, Mom knows how to know. game. Yeah. No, she for that one, yes. Yeah. So that's another spinoff that I really enjoyed was Kirby Pinball. As long as Metroid pinball. So mm-hmm. I think that was a good transition. I, I'm glad you had a pinball game on there because I was like, I have two pinball games. You have to have so. at least one pinball game on there. Oh my god. Or otherwise, you know, what's the point? And you also have to have at least one gotcha game. That's why Pokemon Go is on my list as well. But I mean, like, it, what is there to say about Pokemon Go? We know we know what it's my, about. My gotcha game, the one I was hard into and I spent money on was killed by nintendo oh no so you know back in early 2010 maybe 2011 yeah um they entered that partnership with dena or dna the mobile developer and they started doing i think it was animal crossing it was published by was developed by dna i don't think um... animal crossing I didn't know that they were uh, that they were uh, doing Animal Crossing um, 
Wait, were they doing it with that company? Yes, DNA. Really? Oh. Um, I don't. It, it could have. It could have not been Animal Crossing. It could have been one of the other Nintendo IPs, like they did the Mario Run mm-hmm. or something like that. Like, remember there was a bunch of like mobile Nintendo games right around that time. Um, they specifically partnered with DNA to do that, and because of the DNA partnership with Nintendo. They closed down a bunch of their active games without warning, mm-hmm. which included my favorite one called Hellfire the Summoning. Oh. It was a gotcha game where you played skee-ball. I'm not even kidding. It was like visual skee-ball where you're hitting targets that were the enemy monsters, and you had three balls that consisted of different elements of like six monsters that made up that ball and then six monsters that made up the second ball. And so you could have like a, like a fire lightning ice ball or like an all fireball. If you had six fire monsters, it was wonderful. (laughs) I loved it. And it was totally a gotcha game. And I spent money on that thing un unironically. And then Nintendo closed it in the middle of an event In the middle of it, it dies and it stops updating. Now I won't say Nintendo closed it. DNA closed it. And they cited their reason is resources had to come off of that game and go to Nintendo's projects. So Of course. Of course. Oh, that reminds me. And that's me. the last time I cared about a cell phone game. Yep. It's almost as bad as when I was playing, I think it was, Clash Royale. Which I guess is a spinoff of, <laughs> of Clash of Clans. Mm. Yes. Yep. Yep. I spent a lot of money on that game too. And I played it so competitively. It was Didn't... I remember you were still doing it when you were podcasting with me. I remember you'd be like, Oh, I got this car I gotta finish up this match. Hold on. Yeah. I remember I was... that. <laughs> I was doing it in the middle of podcasting. Oh my god. I am I'm I was I was addicted. It's disgraceful. And my God, like some of the decks that I came out with were just amazing. Like I think I came out with like Pekka Witch Freeze. There was like um, Giant Skeleton Balloon decks where you would use the clone mm-hmm. or freeze cards. Oh yeah, using the clone cards on on those um, units that when they die, they would drop like an explosive and it would blow stuff up. If you use the clone card on one of those uh, kinds of units, um, well any unit, the clone will only have one HP. So when they're already at a tower and you know that they're designed to just, you know, die and then leave something to blow up the tower with, oh my god, it's ridiculous. Um, Yeah, using that in conjunction (laughs) with things like freeze, or if you're using golems where if they die, they explode and make two little little golemites or whatever they were. Oh my god. Like, the stuff that Mm -hmm. you could come up with was insane. Or making... um, making decks where you had like a, a really good tank like a pekka or a golem or whatever and if you had a witch behind it it would spawn skeletons like crazy and you could like maybe have a baby dragon for splash damage and also being in the air and if you use graveyard while one of the towers is targeting the tank well you're spawning skeletons all around the tower and it's only targeting the big guy so all these little guys are spawning up and swarming around the tower oh my god 
What a fun game it was. It, it was brutal. So trolly, especially when everybody would be playing like Mass Goblin Barrel, like in like 2v2s, where all of a sudden you just see masses mm -hmm. of Goblin Barrels and people using the mirror card so that they could play the last card that they played before. So there'd be like four Goblin Barrels going right down onto the main tower and then they'd do something stupid like either playing Freeze or Clone or both and then just there'd be like 16 Goblins stabbing at the main tower and then just gone in two seconds and yeah it was hmm. a fun time clash i, I am learning clash about Royale. clash royale meta today clash royale meta <laughs> shifted every single month because they were constantly make, coming up with new updates and adding new cards to the game oh, yeah. and so like the meta was constantly shifting all the time so there was always an opportunity to make a new deck and people would be spending so much money just trying to max out the new card and trying to get everything that they could so that way they could be competitively viable. Mm -hmm. It was... It was bad. <laughs> apparently, oh. apparently uh, you're, you're bringing back memories for Poke John too. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was an awesome time. You know what? Maybe we'll play it again. Like maybe you'll stream it again, and then you know maybe I'll just watch you, and then I'll I'll backseat game you or coach you, depending on whatever it is that uh, you, you interpret it as. <laughs> yes, however, however you feel uh, that that is. Yeah, we got to do um, that. So Clash Royale was that one of yours, or was that just something that reminded you? Um, you know what? I'm actually going to put it on the list as well because, yeah, it is a spinoff. And That's fair. I played the ever-living crap out of it for yeah. years. How could I not put it on the list? Oh, my God. What a crazy so, um, game. Super expensive so in, to play, too. So, yeah, I bet. Gotcha games suck. Yeah. In that aspect. So, um, keeping, uh, keeping on a roll for me with Kirby Pinball, one of my favorites is Kirby Golf. Oh my god! Oh, I've heard about it, but I actually have not seen any gameplay of it. I want—I actually want to you, learn more about this. You have every a you, in every way you are able to play this, Morg. Okay, it is on the free Super Nintendo stuff. Really? On Switch online. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna have to get this game because uh, yeah, I'm gonna have so, to look this up. Well, technically, you already have it. Really? You just gotta download it. Okay. Uh, okay. I'm. I'm. When you, I you know when the I go SNES home, library thing that comes free with a Nintendo Online. Okay. Yeah. That. Yeah. Okay. It's on that. Kirby Golf is on that. Um, so Kirby Golf is is very different from both golf and Kirby, but the concept is roughly the same. Put <laughs> Kirby in the hole. Now here's oh the my thing. God. It's a SNES game. So the controls aren't going to be like 3D. So you have, you can either chip Kirby or you can putt Kirby. You're not driving Kirby down a range. You're actually on like Qbert-esque levels of okay. isometric, like these geometric levels. And what has to happen is you have to kill every enemy on the screen by bumping into them. And the final enemy becomes the hole. Oh, okay. That's cool. I like the. I actually like that concept. It's old. So wait, is it kind of like Angry Birds so, in a sense, the way that you described it, where you have to kind of like no, like go across no, like a because certain... Angry Birds, you're from a fixed 
you're from a fixed point shooting, um, you actually move. So oh. you move around the course. Um, okay. So you'll press A to go for power, and you'll have to line up the power well. But you can also spin Kirby like golf, so you can make him skip further or skip backwards when you chip him. Um, you get power ups. So if you just like in Kirby, when you inhale like Flamo or whatever his name is, mm-hmm. you can press B. You turn into a literal fireball that jettisons across the room. Oh so, my god! <laughs> and your your goal, and I think every course is nine holes instead of eighteen, so each course is a level, and your goal is still to hit par. Um, or whatever, but the the par is only tracked on a total basis, not an individual level basis. Oh, okay. Um, as far as I remember. Um, also, you have energy, which is measured in tomatoes. Because, um, you know, the, the mega tomato mm-hmm. in Kirby. Um, so if you don't hit an enemy, you lose a tomato. Hitting enemies oh. gives you tomatoes. And you have five tomatoes. So if you run out of tomatoes, Kirby dies, oh, and you have to you come back with another life. Oh no! That's so, so there's also a bunch of that, and there's actually some cool cues. Like when you're when you're down to your last two tomatoes, Kirby does a oh, kind of thing. And he's like just tired, and then like you're down to your final tomato, he goes who who who, like he's super tired. Um, hoo, hoo, hoo. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, yeah. Uh, John's talking about it in chat. Yeah, this is one of the craziest Super Nintendo games. It's one of my favorite. Yeah. Um, uh, the there, I believe, and I'm not sure, and I would like to see a speed run or something of it. Um, and I never looked. I probably should actually. Um, I believe every hole has a possible hole in one if you execute it correctly. But it involves knowing how to do your shot. Oh, you can also curve your shot. That's the thing you can do without chipping is you can, you can shape your shot to be a circle. Okay. Now that's, you can actually, you can, um, Oh yeah. Yeah. A lot of people, a lot of people have seen it because of game grumps. Game grumps got their own mod where they had like a hundred level mod. Um, that they played on, on stream, not stream, but on YouTube. Um, yeah, this, this game was really popularized by Game Grumps, but, um, yeah, the, the Game Grump, and uh, yeah, if you ever want to see this in action and don't really want to play it, watch the Game Grumps series for this. Freaking hilarious. Um, including their custom levels. But, um, just, suffice to say, there's all sorts of crazy things. You turn into the snow guy, the ice, the, you know, like the, the ice power. Oh yeah, I know exactly you can what you're talking about. Freeze water. You can freeze the water traps and slide across them. Oh, now that is actually really clever. I like that a lot. You you get the umbrella ability. You can uh, deploy the umbrella up in the air above the hole and direct yourself, control yourself down into the hole. Wow. Um, okay. You get the you get the rock ability. You can just straight up just turn into a rock over the hole. Or turn into a rock to save yourself from going off the edge of the level and losing a tomato. Losing an extra tomato. Yeah. Um, it's an amazing game, Morg. 
So at the very least, check out the Game Grump series or just play it yourself. Um, it's it's really good. It's best actually in multiplayer. Um, Two-player Kirby Golf, which was built into the old games, really good. Um, also, I believe it's the same levels, too. I don't think they're different levels. Okay. So... Yeah. So you there you what? go. Kirby Golf. Give it a shot. On, on the SNES. So so we'll hit us with your next one because okay. after that I've got another golf one. Oh, okay. Take a, take a guess. <laughs> oh, no. Okay. Uh, let me see. So we talked about Pokemon Pinball. We talked about Pokemon Go. Uh, I'm going to leave Pokemon Snap off and going to let you talk about that one because that one you are much more familiar with than I am. I didn't even think about Pokemon Snap. What? Yeah, I got to add that. You, you... <laughs> I literally said I forgot anything Pokemon. Okay, yeah, yeah, because yeah, mo- most of the stuff that is on my list, I mean, like, I, I wish I played more of it. Um... Oh my god. Um <laughs> Oh good gravy. I Have I really exhausted my list? There's got to be more that. Uh you know what? Uh, Fallout Shelter was actually not bad. It is uh mm-hmm. an interesting game. I never played it, but I get it. Mhm. You being in, uh, being um directly responsible for uh, maintaining your vault, making sure that everybody's well fed, that everybody has proper amounts of oxygen and water. So no longer it's not radiated, and so there are no ghouls or any bad guys or raiders coming in to steal any of your people. It's it's a fun game. It's pretty mm-hmm. fun. It's a good good way to waste your time. Not really sure what uh, else there is to talk Cloud about. Cloud just it. mentioned an. Another one that 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 I love, yes, the, the trading CCG card game. game. game Boy, mm. oh my god, oh that my game! God. I still have remember the music. It's actually funny because it's better than the real oh, trading yeah. card Pokemon game. Pokemon Mystery point. Dungeon. Oh my god, why am I not talking about Pokemon Mystery Dungeon? We both played it. Now that is on my list. That is the that. one that I had on my list. Yeah. That is a good one. Save it for me, please, because my list is surprisingly short. No, for no, some no. Go ahead. Reason. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Well, actually, mystery dun- dungeon. Okay. Yeah, mystery dungeon. If you like dungeons, you and go dragons. ahead. If you like dungeons and dragons, and you like Pokemon, you know this is like your bread and butter. You put the two together. It's amazing. You can go in there, you get a starter, you have to fill out a little questionnaire that will help decide like what kind of a starter you're going to get, but everybody knows you're going to cheat anyways, I do. so you can get the starter you want. I, I know that's what everybody does. I do like that. I, I played the first one, I didn't know what that was, right? I was yeah. like, what is this personality test? The personality oh, test is so that way you align I up believe, with the Pokemon you're supposed to be. I got a Charmander. I believe I got a Charmander when that happened. And I was like, but I wanted Bulbasaur. Uh, <laughs> oh, well, I'll just burn things to death. I got him a chop my first time. And then, like, I think years down the road, I never got it again. And I have been uh, doing everything I can to try and cheat that test so then that way I could get him a chop. And I think that it's bullshit. I think that the whole thing is rigged and that it's a lie and that it just gives you a Pokemon at random. What do you think, Pokejohn? Are those tests... Ever ran it and like, oh no, Napa eight eight three three probably wanted to it see was if we were twi- famous. Yeah. Oh, that thing. We missed an opportunity to be I famous. Oh. Well, 
Better luck next time, I guess. Morg, we're 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 uh, we'll get there ourselves. Makes we sense. We don't need them. Yeah, we don't need the bots. <laughs> Collecting our data and selling them to China. <laughs> oh no! Anyways, moving on. That's all. That's already happening. It's already all the time happening. Yep. Anyways. <laughs> Anyways, moving on. So you go through all the different levels of the dungeons. You have a something. You have a number of objectives you can complete. You can save people who got lost in a dungeon. Even people who are online who who yeah. just happen to TPK and they they need the assistance. They'll send out a letter and be like, "Help!" online. And then you know maybe another team will go in there and try and rescue them. Um, then there's like um. Let me see, like uh, collecting I didn't even items. Know was an option. <laughs> yeah. Mm. You always got Eevee? What? That's not fair. Apparently, my sis gets the best one every single time. Anyways, where was I? Oh, wait, wasn't there like a round where you had like an Empoleon and a Blaziken? Yeah, no, wait, no. Yeah, you, you started off as a Torchic and you got a Piplop. So you got both the birds. What was it in? Um. Was it time? Probably, like, the Rangers one. Something Rangers. Probably. I can't right? remember. I can't remember which one it was. I know that it was on the uh, the Nintendo DS, right? Am I oh, right? it was time. It was okay. time, yeah. I was right. Okay. But yeah, yeah. there's a number of objectives you can complete. Cool. And it can co include collecting items. It could include, like, maybe a specific boss that you have to beat for a bounty or whatever. There's a ton of different little mm -hmm. goals and objectives that you can complete for it. And a number, a whole host of rewards that you can get for it. And the great thing about that game is, is that your traded evolutions only require, require the trade item to be given to them. And then yeah. they immediately evolve. It's wonderful. So my I got my Machop up to a Machamp immediately after at post game, and my God, it was it was really rewarding, especially at the very end when you find out that um, what was it? Uh, I think there was like a little side quest or whatever it was where I think it was the Blastoise and the Charizard from the two different teams they teamed up, and then they decided to go into this one dungeon and they get absolutely wiped by Mewtwo. Beating Mewtwo. Hmm. Woo! Now that was hard. That was a lot of fun though too. And I ended up getting Lugia, Ho, I... Zapdos, Moltres, Articuno, uh, Mewtwo. Uh, I think I, uh, I think there was Rayquaza in it as well, but I don't remember if I actually got him. But yeah, uh, I remembered that uh, Red Rescue Team was really fun. It was a really good game. Very very fun. Hmm. And all the other ones okay. are great too. Uh I think there was one. I think it was Infinity Gates or something like that. That one I never finished, but I know it was on 3DS. There was one that came out. And there was one on Switch. Was it last year or the year before? I think it might have yeah, been last year. One. Yeah, yeah, it was on Switch, and it was like mm -hmm. it was it was essentially the Rescue Team games, like of Red and Blue, um, but updated with you know the whole bigger roster and stuff like that. I never bought it, and I should have. I should have got that game, but I didn't. Shame on me. I'm sorry, guys. <sighs> oh well. I didn't either. Um, I want. I, I. I. had considered it, but I wanted it. I, I actually did uh, want it. I am now thinking of getting it, but I mean, I have other games that I'm playing and finishing right now, including Stories Two. Uh, mm -hmm. and then I still haven't finished Crown Hunting and in, in Rise. Um, although that has slowed down significantly. 
I still haven't beaten Trials of Mana, and I've been telling myself to beat that game for the longest time. Hell, I haven't even, you know, gotten to <laughs> Vicar Amelia and Bloodborne. I should, I should be there right now, but oh well. And Clean Sinking work, City, time needs Sinking yeah. City done as well. Mm, that would be a great game to play too. Anyway, I've actually been playing a lot more Grim Dawn again. Oh. Mm-hmm. So it was a really good game. I think that was a wait. Is that the shooter? I think it is, right? I'm pretty sure you haven't played it. No, I'm no, positive I haven't. you haven't played it. No. No, it is not a shooter. It is a Diablo clone. Well there goes for trying. Anyways. What's on your list? <laughs> <laughs> One of these days, we're going to do this ARPG discussion, and I'm just going to drag you and and pan through the nose. Oh, now. my God, yeah. Damn it, I want to talk about ARPGs. <laughs> it's my favorite genre, and no one plays them. Anyways. You guys, uh, you're just going to have us so I, I, buy an ear each, just drag us down the rabbit hole. Why not? I mean, uh, I think I've only ever played, like, Diablo 2 and I 3. was literally going to gift it. I was literally going to gift it to people so they could play with me. Anyways, um, Mario Golf is the other golf game that I want to talk about. Um, I don't know what the reception is on the new Mario Golf game for Switch. Mm-hmm. I don't know if people have been enjoying it. I know that people were like, well, the previous Mario Golf game had like 72 different 18-hole courses and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, <laughs> I don't care. I don't I don't. I don't care. I love golf in general. Um, it's the one of two sports that I will watch. Um, it's something that I enjoyed uh, sharing with my late grandfather when I could. Um, he was an avid golfer uh, as well as a trumpet player, which I, <laughs> which I was more of a trumpet player than a golfer. Um, but he taught me how to golf. I have his clubs and stuff. Uh, when he passed away, those were left to me specifically. Um, and I love golf and I love the concept of it and playing Mario golf. And now I've been playing it for me very lightly. I would say I normally would just get in full, just play it all the time. I haven't been playing it as much. I've been really, um, I haven't, uh, put a ton of time into this new one on switch but i have unlocked the final courses i believe just this morning Mm -hmm. um it is fun it is a lot of fun uh i do get a little frustrated with penalty shots of my ball knocking into the water and then getting an extra stroke for that but that is just golf in general do you get bo's Um, yeah, well here here's the problem, okay? I am a too bit of a, too much of an ambitious shot. I will try the tricky ones. You that you wind it up, don't you? Have. Yeah. I I know. I know you. Yeah. You you wind up on that sucker and just go just send that sucker flying. I also well there's the, No, no, no. I don't hit it hard enough, Morg. That's Really? You undershoot it. Now, what? Well, here's the problem. I play Luigi. Luigi apparently is the weakest character outside of Princess Peach. Princess Peach has the shortest drive than Luigi. I'm like, how does Toad outdo Luigi? How does Toad or Yoshi? Yoshi doesn't even have that many 
like length of arms. What the hell? <laughs> like Yoshi's got a decent one. Like, You'd think that because he was so tall that he would actually have a decent swing, but no, no, there's no, just no strength. I mean, his arms I'll, are rubber. I'll go up against. Well, the problem I have is uh, there's a couple complaints I have with this game, but I love Mario Golf in general. I just love golf. Mario Golf is a nice, fun. If you just want to do vanilla golf with Mario Golf, it is fantastic. You can shape your shots. You can drive. Like how you know, like you just like practice driving. It's really cool. It's really well done. Uh, the new one has special power shots that I'm not a fan of. Oh, although really? they're funny. Um, so they do some weird things. On a lot of them, what they'll do is they'll if you drive the ball and you do your power shot, which you have to charge up your power shot over time, like mm-hmm. doing good shots or whatever. Um, one of them, a lot, well, actually, a lot of them do this thing where they shoot the ball. And it will go further, but it stops exactly where it lands. Doesn't roll, doesn't do anything. And as a, as a, the my mentality of golf, I don't like that. You're not trying to aim directly for the pin. You're trying to you're trying to guess the wind, and um, sort of get it the ball to roll where you want it to roll mm-hmm. on top of shooting it where you want to go. So right. with these special abilities, just drop the ball exactly where you shoot it. It doesn't feel all that great. Well, granted, they do things to knock away other people's balls, too, which I don't like either. So, like, if you're close to the pin and they do this ability and drop it next to the pin, your ball's shoved in a, possibly out of bounds. That's just not and cool. So I turn off the super shots. I do not play with super shots because I just don't like it. Um, now, there are some so fun ones. Like, Wario super shot... Warrior Super Shot, it's funny. He does knock people away, but he creates a thundercloud where he landed. And a thundercloud is a, is a mechanic that is in one of the courses with a rainstorm. Ooh. If you swing above a certain power level, you get struck by lightning. <laughs> it's hilarious. It actually prevents you from shooting. So you won't get a stroke loss on it. You won't actually count against you. But you'll just go in this funny animation where you get shocked and you're just like, nope, I have to hit it softer because it won't let me shoot that hard. Like You'll get an actual stroke because you'll get struck by lightning. Oh my god, that's hilarious. Yes. Uh, and that is just a standard mechanic in some of the levels anyways. So like I thought I think Wario's is fine. Luigi's creates an ice field where it lands. So the friction on that place just goes skyrockets up. So like the roll and everything is just bad. Right. Oh yeah. And also, ice creates a hard surface, so if you shoot from a distance and land on it, it doesn't bounce like gall- like like a regular turf, where it just is like, and then rolls. Right. It goes, boink, and just straight up. Like, <laughs> like it's like hitting rocks. Like, oh boink. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, um, oh, I so just yeah, came I, up with I, I love Mario Golf. The new one's good. Um, so go ahead, Morg. What's your next one? Dr. Mario, of course. The tippers. You gotta talk about Dr. Mario. Dr. Mario. The there Tetris ripoff. It's a great game. Oh my god. Get three, get stacked three in a uh, row, and get rid of all the bacteria. Not... You, it's it's, it's, it's Tetris. Co- it's color matching more than Tetris. Yeah, Tetris but is shape matching, where this is 
It's Tetris. Tetris. Yes. Tetris is all about completing your lines, your horizontals, whereas this is about completing verticals of like three or four. So yeah, it, it's right. yeah, it, it's still a good game, but oh my god, some of the pills that you get are just so derpy. Like you, you'll have like a yellow that's left, like a yellow bacteria you, you have to deal with. And what does the game do? It gives you nothing but reds and blues, and you're like, what the hell? Come on, man. Give me something good. Just stack them in a corner. You're in, you're in the punishment corner, Red. Yep. You're in the punishment corner. You go over yeah. there, Red. You go over there, <clears throat> I don't blue. play a lot of that game, although my uh, my daughters really like the Tetris Attack. Oh, yeah. They really... My, my, my older daughters especially loves that. Um, and we'll play on, like, super easy mode, giving her, like, a... a a big handicap. Mm-hmm. She still beats me. I mean, and I've been slowly decreasing her handicap, and she's been getting better from when she plays. Um, actually, here's a funny thing, Morgan. Mm-hmm. I got them playing Diablo. <gasps> we are playing through Diablo 3's story together. My younger daughter is running around telling people she's a necromancer that raises skeletons. And oh, it's hilarious. That is me. awesome. Oh, my God. She goes. She was telling my mom the other day. She was like, "She's like, Nana, Nana, Nana. My my girl said she didn't have enough essence, so I couldn't raise enough skeletons." And my mom was like, "What the fuck are you talking about? Like, I don't know. Why are we talking about raising skeletons? Like, I was like, I, I. It was like, it was like a proud father moment. I mean, I saw her first steps, but like, I think, I think this was a little more." <laughs> Oh my god, that is just the perfect... That is that oh. is the best way to get at your own parents, is to start teaching your kids, like, all the fundamentals that go against the principles of your initial parents. It's like, yes, I win. My children are playing I mean, Diablo, my, and you don't my parents get it. Oh, man. You're, you're confusing me with Pan. You're confusing me. I did not have that childhood where people were like, you can't play this. My parents were playing Doom with me when I was six. Like, <laughs> oh yeah, I remember it. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Uh so uh, no golf. Final Fantasy Tactics. Oh yeah. Yep. Definitely. Definitely an option. Turn. Turn Final off. Fantasy into a strategy RPG. Yeah, spinoff. Mm-hmm. Definitely um, spinoff. I think this is a give me. A lot of people like this game. It's not really uh, not well known. Um, it's my first introduction into the whole genre of strategy RPGs. Um, I like them mostly now. Um, I would say the last one that I played to any sort of length was Fire Emblem Three Houses, mm-hmm. which I enjoyed quite a bit. Um, but there's a lot that I want to play, but they are long. These games are long, and they always are. Um Man, I gotta clean my glasses. But um, <laughs> um, there's a couple that I want to get into, like Fell Seals. One I have. I started with Banner Saga. I got a little frustrated with it. I might pick it back up. Um, Banner Saga is like a a roguelike mis- mixed with a strategy RPG, kind of like uh, the the, the uh, what was it? Something Chalice. Oh, Massive Chalice. Yeah, I remember that game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Mass like massive chalice where you have some roguelike elements mixed in with strategy rpg yeah so 
where there was permadeath and that uh, I mean, every mistake you made, yeah, it was very, very costly. Yeah. I remember that. God, that game was brutal. But it was real fun. So, tactics, I know that that is another favorite of Ace's. Um, I think it's Ace said it was one of his favorite games of ever. Um, oh, Pokemon! So, if you if you like Final Fantasy Tactics, I recommend playing Pokemon Conquest because it's exactly the same game except with Pokemon. Mm-hmm. I've heard that, mm-hmm. I, and I was interested. It is exactly the same um, thing. We covered a lot of those. So, <sighs> do you have another one? Because I have two two more. Well, I can't say Fallout Three because it's. It's totally different from one and two, but it's no, part it's a, of the main line. It it no. was, <laughs> but they, yeah, yeah. It's still a. a I guess, yeah, and I already series. talked about Mortal Kombat Mythologies Sub Zero, which is probably one of. You liked that though. It's one of you the liked worst. That? It's one of the game worst is... games ever made for Mortal okay. Kombat. Okay. Minus this is supposed to this minus this is supposed Justice to be League ones versus... we suggest. Not <laughs> okay. Yeah, I do not recommend that one, and I do not, not recommend the one where you fight the Justice League in it. <laughs> that one is hot garbage as well. Like what a load of bullshit those two games are. Oh my god, they're terrible. Oh my god. Let me see. Uh, oh my god. Um, Poke John, um, a short list of you to try for strategy RPGs for me, right? Just my my recommendation if you're looking to get into strategy RPGs. We actually have an episode talking about them, but Final Fantasy Tactics is a good one. Um, into the Breach is an excellent one. It's on Switch and PC. And then uh, Massive Chalice that we discussed earlier is another, those three I would say are probably really great that I played. Mm-hmm. And then uh, of course Pokemon Conquest is something that Morg recommended to you. Yeah. Um, oh man. <gasps> Pokemon Tournament. Oh my God. Really? And Pokemon Stadium. There's like every Pokemon spinoff that I can think of now. I, I just realized that. Poke Pokemon. Pokemon Stadium. I have a bad taste in my mouth because of Pokemon Stadium. Well, I now, mean, like the, the the thing about like like if we were talking to like Pokemon Stadium two, that was supposed to be like an extension, like a um like a further end game to Gold and Silver expansion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and essentially so. But yeah, the first Pokemon Stadium. I, see, I don't have a problem. I don't have a problem with what Pokemon Stadium is aside from the fact i have a problem with what pokemon stadium is it's it's one of those things where as a game what they designed it works great and it's fine yeah but what i wanted was pokemon yeah i wanted something along the lines of pokemon and pokemon tournament that's yeah. where it's at <laughs> and you know what true yes. ogre true ogre can vouch for that 100 percent because i've seen how he plays Septile in that game, and it's pretty darn good. Although I would have loved Septile to have been a Septile was my main. main. Septile was my main. Septile, justifiably so. Yeah. Like wow. Septile was amazing. Really versatile and good fighter. Really, really good. I would love to be like a Blastoise main. Ooh. Only because 
Grass is my backup. There was no bug Pokemon to play. Mm-hmm. Why is it Pokemon has, like, all, like, the most, if not all the best, spinoffs? Um, although, Mario Party's pretty um, darn good. That's not true. Mario, Mario has the most... Mario has the most and actually, some of the best. Yeah, actually, I can't, I can't, I can't deny that because Mario Party is pretty damn fun, and Mario Kart. Oh my god! Uh. See, that's the one that I have on my list too. Is Mario Kart? Now, I'm not a fan of the SNES one. Oh, I know, Heresy. I didn't like it as a kid, <gasps> and I still don't like it. It's a little too, a little too tough for me. Mario Kart 64 is where I got into it. Didn't care for Double Dash. <clears throat> Double Dash didn't have any sort of secrets. Mm-hmm. There's no shortcuts. It was all just pure racing, which I am very much a secret shortcut kind of racer. Um, Beetleborg, Beetleborg, no, Beetlebug Adventure Racing that we talked about last week, Morg, that you saw on that yes, list. Yes, yes. That is the that is the best Mario Kart. Period. Like that game <laughs> is like amazing. Um. As far as, like, shortcuts, you can go through a volcano. You're, like, you're normally, like, this This track goes around the volcano. You can just go through it. You can, like, here's a secret entrance to the volcano. And now you're driving through the volcano. Oh, my and it's God. Just... That is, that is fantastic. Okay. Sorry, that's not, this is not a spinoff. It is, Mario Kart is the spinoff. Uh, Yes. Yes, yes Lego Racers was Lego great for Racers secrets. was amazing. It was, <laughs> especially when you used the cannon and you'd like hit like that one little wall yeah. or whatever, and it would open up a passage that would immediately cut you across. I loved the original yes. Lego Racers. It was so oh. good for that. Lego Racers Two lost a lot of that I, charm. I binged that game hard. Same. Yeah. Oh my god, it was stupidly hard. Too. Stupidly hard. I think I've only ever succeeded at beating a uh, Rocket Racer. I think it was like maybe twice, maybe three times. But damn, he is hard. Like, oh no, really I beat him hard. every time. What? How? Yeah, he I, gets ahead so I fast. He gets yeah. like a level four green every single time that I fight him, and he just immediately just warps away. Oh my god, he's insane. And like when he gets you, a lead, oh. You he the problem is you have to bully him specifically the yeah. whole time. Yeah, you do. You have to you have to keep him you have to keep him locked down. And then once you're locked down, like once he's behind you, yeah. you start getting the boosts and you just take off. And then you have to execute a perfect race. Yeah. Essentially. Yeah, you do. Um, no mistakes, or otherwise I it's did it, over. I did it ages ago. We're talking, like, middle school is when I did this. So, yeah, <laughs> it's been a long time. I'm thinking, but, like... Uh, so, yeah, Mario Kart, amazing spinoff. Another spinoff we actually mentioned, Pokemon Snap. I love the Pokemon Snap series. New Pokemon Snap is so much worth the money, even though people said that it wasn't... Especially the old one. Uh, Pokemon Snap's an amazing game. I love it. I beat it. Uh, I haven't 100, quote unquote, 100 percent it yet, but um, I don't plan to. I had my fun with it. It's great. Um, I'm just. Later, Pokey. Yeah, it was uh, fun having you here, bud. We, just we like, really enjoyed having you. But the problem is, it's all I got. I like that's that's. 
you like there's not a lot of so I was thinking some of the things I was thinking about was D and D games because mm-hmm. technically they're a spinoff themselves. I, I guess you but, could say that. Um, since we're focusing on video games, there isn't a lot of spinoffs within that restriction, though. Would so Neverwinter count? Or like, is no, it technically Neverwinter would be its own series? Oh, okay, okay. Well, it is. Cause it it's, is rule set of D and D's. So Neverwinter yeah. Nights that came back in the two thousands. Yeah, that's actually three five, three zero and three five. Really it's updated to be three five. Hmm. rules yeah and they're actually like because yeah i felt like it was very heavily D stuff yeah it felt very heavily derivative of you know, D. so i was wondering like does, eh, maybe i don't know well I mean, I mean it is a dungeons and dragons licensed game using the dungeons and dragons rule sets like straight up using the numbers yeah like i mean it, it's a live action equivalent of the tabletop game is what it is essentially but does it make it that different? Yes. And that's what Neverwinter Nights was. It does. I you guess. had a DM mode. Oh, really? You had a DM mode, and you could make your own adventures. Yeah, it was. It okay. Was, people did some crazy stuff in that mode. That is really obviously cool. nothing to the level of quality you could do in the pen and paper. Obviously, but it felt pretty close in some of them. Yeah. Yeah. Baldur's oh Gate is another whole series. That's the problem is yeah. with our definition of it being a video game series and then having a spinoff, there's not a Baldur's Gate that really diverges from what Baldur's Gate is. Yeah. Until you get Dark Alliance uh, that was an ARPG like Diablo, Yeah. Um, which I felt like would have been a spinoff from the original party-based Baldur's Gate. Mm-hmm. So maybe there. Maybe. Like maybe there. But um, it's kind of hard to debate. That one's that one's cloudy. Yeah, that one's very cloudy. Because um, Dark Alliance was an amazing game. However, I was very nonplussed about the fact that there was very little randomization until the end game. You could literally go to the in the when you're starting new characters, you could go to the same exact barrels to get the same exact gear in the first couple levels. Yeah, and it was just like, uh, yeah, it doesn't feel fun. It doesn't feel different. And that's one of the cool things about ARPG is like, oh, I found this amazing loot. I kid you not, Mort. So let me... I let mean, me, I mean we, me could, we could argue that vid- if, if we were to take, like, board games and then turn them into video games, we could technically say Cyberpunk 2077 is a, uh, a spinoff of, of the board game. Whoa, 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 we have to like these, Morg. We have to <laughs> like them. That's true. Well, you know what? Uh, my brother, he ended up, <laughs> like, buying... Like, he pre-ordered the game, but he did it out of uh, the uh, the PlayStation Store, so he was guaranteed a refund any time he wanted. So he played through the entire game, through all the sub-quests, and he got all the different endings... And then he immediately refunded it and bought three other games with the money that they gave him back with. It was, wow, like the best. I remember remember that story. Oh, my God. It was so funny. And then he he sent them a letter how upset he was. 
and oh, oh, he got kicked off their stream. No, and, yeah, <laughs> he wasn't upset. He he was uh, he was openly mocking them in their Q and A, like just absolutely roasting them and then encouraging everybody yes. else to bully them. And then he had everybody just getting banned left, right, and center because poor project. Oh my god. Uh, CD Project Red. CD yeah. Project Red. <clears throat> Actually, just couldn't handle it. Cloud, I have, I have one. Now, it's, see, it's difficult because if we we consider games to be spinoffs of pre-existing materials, this this is just blown wide open, right? Like I don't like anything 40k, anything Warhammer would be a spinoff, right? Um. So, in that vein, I would recommend Blood Bowl. Blood Bowl oh, is amazing. Oh, yeah! Blood Bowl, like, yes! Blood Bowl. Warhammer Fantasy also, Football. Yes, that is fun as hell. Yes, I love that game. It's oh amazing. God, it is fantastic. And you can kill, you can kill units. <laughs> or mortally Playing cripple them, yeah. Playing a whole season yeah. is the way to play that game, too. Mm-hmm. I like that yeah. game a lot. It's really, really fun. Oh my god! I I will say there's another one, and it recently released on GOG, and I I got it on Steam because it was the only thing at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, called Chaos Bane, and Chaos Bane is an ARPG in the Warhammer universe where you play as a berserker dwarf, or there's some sort of elven ranger. Okay. And, and there's a spellcaster. I can't remember. But there's only a few set classes that have specific looks. Pretty decent game. My brother and I played through the whole thing, got to end game. It was pretty good. Um, I, I I will say it again. That's another on the ARPG list, mm-hmm. right? And it does what Dark Alliance didn't do too well. Very good at randomized loot. However, I was going to say this earlier, Morg. Back to Grim Dawn, another ARPG. Okay. This is this. This is the gold standard for me as to why an ARPG's randomization is so cool. Okay, I am level 50-something, like 53 in this game, right? Mm-hmm. I have a headpiece that I found at level 10 that I am still wearing. Because if I take it off, my DPS reduces by, is it 10%? And I have yet to find a replacement. Okay, yeah, yeah. You might want to keep because, that on until you find something better. Because because the itemization is random, you can get some great great random stuff. At so lower basically levels. the build Oh, no. Let me explain a little bit of this game to you, Morg, okay? Please. So do. you have you have masteries. Okay. You have you don't have a class, you have a mastery. Yeah. Okay. So you're saying, I'm an occultist, I'm a shaman, I'm a soldier. Like, these are a different, like, basically, essentially... Um, Pathfinder classifications, treats. pretty much. Kind of, yeah. Sort like, of. basically what you would consider a class, but they have their own tree, right? Yeah. You, your, your own ability tree. Mm-hmm. You put in points, you blah, 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 blah. Also, keep in mind, Titan Quest works the same way. The, the original developers of Grim Dawn did Titan Quest, then moved on to play Grim, did Grim Dawn once uh, they left THQ. So, uh, 
You're, you're, you pick a mastery. Mm-hmm. Level 10, you pick a second mastery, and that's your class. So you mix and match classes to cre- create your class. And it's mandatory. That's really not man- interesting. Well, it's not mandatory. I it's like it. heavily suggested. So That sounds an awful lot like... Pair... Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say it sounds an awful lot like the original Dungeons & Dragons, where you'd have to start off as one class and then slowly work your way to like achieve like a different class based off of like what levels you were You're talking specifically about prestige for that. classes and that was not a thing prestige classes was were a thing in second edition you could oh. multi-class originally yes but oh, okay um, this is this is a little different because ARPGs are known like Diablo you know Diablo yeah. you'd pick the barbarian you're a barbarian the whole time yeah this is like I'm going to pick the barbarian and then I'm going to pick the sorceress and that's a class. Like that's essentially what this does, except there's like a lot of options. Again, Titan quest does this as well. But the reason why I want to talk about this is I am a arcanist, which is their sort of version of a spellcaster mm-hmm. plus a shaman, which equals a druid. So I am a druid in that game, which is the combination of an arcanist and a shaman. Oh, um, which means I can focus on aether damage, which is sort of necrotic damage, or or, or magic. I think. Ah, uh, ether. I think yeah. it's magic. Like ethereal stuff. Um, okay. Or lightning or cold. So I have a build that focuses on lightning and cold. This headpiece does this crazy thing where it converts all lightning damage into cold damage. Oh so, no. <laughs> For a specific attack. So I can not only, not only do I get a boost to both, but I get to double dip on the boosts because it is both lightning and cold. So it is. no. And that's what this headpiece does. And that's why I can't get rid of it. You screw. (laughs) I didn't. Here's the thing. I have played this game several times, like several times. And I have gotten to end game three times and you've probably never I had a now, helmet like that ever ever again just that one ever before ever before just that one helmet since i got this character right here's a crazy thing i also got that on a weapon at level like 16 so i have these super low level weapon and helmet that i can't replace but i am clearing content better than i have ever in that game oh wow i am literally just dropping tornadoes and lightning bolts and falling ice meteors on things and just sprinting through levels. It's hilarious. Like I do so much damage. It's not even funny. And that's the kind of thing that I like in an ARPG, but like it facilitates that kind of itemization. Dark Alliance didn't do that very well. Is all I was getting at (laughs) is, is all that to say that I dark Alliance didn't do it for me. It was fun in the day, but, like, there's so many better things in the genre. I, damn it, Morg. I want to talk about ARPGs one day. I want to do it. <sighs> I just... There has to be a day I where can't. I can play enough of them. But, yeah, no. Now, you've played Diablo 2. That's yes. considered one of the gold standards for, for the genre. Yeah. I love um, that one. And I'm going to play it again once I get it on Switch, I think it's on? Is that when the re- is, is that on yeah. one of the consoles yeah, that the remaster is going to be on? It, yeah. Oh, it's on everything. It'll be on PS4, 
Xbox, Switch, and uh, PC. Mm-hmm. With, with uh, sorry, with cross-progression. Ooh, I like that. <laughs> so I'm getting it on both PC and Switch because I can play on the go, upload my save, pick it back up on the computer. Oh, man, that's really good, actually. I like that a lot. Mm. Um, I need a bigger so SD card. I will for my say, Switch. like, just at the end of this, because, I yeah, I I just bought one not that long ago. Um, I will say there are there are a couple games more that if you want to get into ARPGs, like we said with SRPGs, ARPGs, here's a couple. Diablo is a big one. You have that on your list. Yep. Right. I would heavily suggest both Diablo two and Diablo three. Mm-hmm. So that's Diablo two. one. You can skip. I love Diablo 1, but you can skip it. Okay. It's 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 like saying I love Monster Hunter and you can skip number 1. It's okay. totally fine. So we got you can two. skip number 1. <laughs> okay. Next, either Titan Quest or Grim Dawn. One of those two. Okay. Both are readily available. Both are regularly cheap. Okay. I would say those are your three gold standards for ARPGs at the moment. There are several others but those are the ones that stand out to me. Okay. I would say so a lot Diablos, of people recommend a lot of people and a lot of people really love it. And I have played it quite a bit and it's grown. It, it's appeals to me at times as path of exile, but you played that and didn't like it. Eh, so, I played it on console it is, and it was the biggest mistake it, of I my will life. Say, here's the problem. Here's the problem with this game. The game is not bad. And I know that. Not liking the game, the game is not bad. It is just too complex yeah. for a beginner in the genre. It is. It is too complex for someone like me who doesn't dedicate every gaming hour to the genre. It is purely for the hardcore ARPG fans. It is. Which is fine, but is hard to get into because of that. Um, and that's a problem for me because I am I not a hardcore not... ARPG guy. I just, oh man. Uh no, Carpal tunnel. no, if you no. stick with Diablo, stick with Diablo. Yep. You don't need, uh, oh, boy. Uh, I would say that some fun ones to play, uh, Cloud is suggesting Lost Ark. I have never played Lost Ark. That seems fine. Uh, I've seen some good stuff about it. Um, Chaos Bane's a fun one. It's a little limited, but it's a little, it's fun. Okay. Um, be careful of bugs, but it's getting better. Wolson. Now, Wolson is infamous for for having a terribly botched launch. Um, but Wolson is very simple. It's like a simplified version of Path of Exile. Okay. It's okay. got that big wheel of nodes that you remember that big, all those crazy ability oh trees. Oh, my God. It looked like it looked Now, like... imagine having. Yeah. Oh. Uh, um. I will say, uh, yeah, yeah, Lost Ark is, but it's getting it's getting a Western release cloud. It is that was announced. Lost Ark is coming to uh, other areas. Okay. Um, imagine ha uh, like half the complexity, so it's still there. Okay. You do have to do some searching. Half the complexity, but you can now rotate different circles, so it makes it more complex again. But yeah! Oh my however, god! It's like looking up into the night sky however, and being like, "Pick out your favorite star," and then it's just like, oh, "I don't know." Oh. Now rotate thirty degrees. Yeah. Now and you're like, "What?" 
<laughs> now picture each one of them as being like one of those those combination locks, and you just have to twist them. It's like I, okay, now I, I get will the right say, combination. I will say for com- from complexity's sake, uh, for I would if you want something a little less complex, go for Titan Quest over Grim Dawn. Okay, um, <laughs> because Grim Dawn has a devotion system. Okay. Where you're devoting yourself to gods. And you talking about constellations was the thing. You're actually completing points in a constellation tree. Ooh. That's a little more complex. It's actually really cool. You're giving devotion to different gods in the sky, and they give you abilities for completing them. It's actually a really cool concept. But take that thing out, and that's what Titan Quest is. It's everything but that, okay. as far as like progression goes. So Titan Quest is a good lead into Grim Dawn. Okay. Like once you've got Titan Quest down, you can do Grim Dawn. But here's the thing. they It's weird, right? So mm-hmm. you would think, oh, well, the people who did Titan Quest are Grim Dawn. Grim Dawn and Titan Quest are now separate entities. And it didn't used to be. It's really weird. Because huh. THQ picked it back up and made expansions since Grim Dawn's existed. So it's now a separate company working on on uh <laughs> okay, Titan Quest and it's just it's it's funny though. And they've added new masteries and stuff too. It's really cool. Um I don't know. I'm I'm on a tear about ARPGs. I'm sorry. It just I've been really into them lately. I'm actually I have like a game plan where I'm like going to finish a playthrough of Grim Dawn, going to go back and do a playthrough of Titan Quest, going to go back and do a playthrough of Grim Dawn, and like alternating between the two because I'm just on an ARPG tear. Diablo 4 news got me hyped. Did you see there was new update for Diablo 4 news last week? No, I haven't had a chance to see that. What were they actually talking about? I'm really curious. Cause I'm, I'm Art really... direction. Oh, really? Here's the crazy thing. Art direction looks amazing. And they were talking about all sorts of cool stuff, like character customization, like I gotta look the most up. customizable Diablo's ever been. I gotta look this up. It's just... I'm uh, so excited, people. I'm so excited. Diablo And 4. Diablo 4 is like three years away still. I'm, or probably not three. Maybe next year. <clears throat> also, another notable... Um, series in ARPGs, which I wouldn't call essential, but is notable, I would say is the Torchlight series. Torchlight series is very beloved because it is the people who made Diablo 2 moved on to make Torchlight. Oh yeah, Torchlight was a fantastic game. I remember playing the first one. It was so good. I mean, like, the fact that you were able to, Um, like... Torchlight 2... Yeah, I remember Torchlight One being really, really good because, like, um, I think that was the first time that I had like a like a pet companion like come in, and then just like grab all the shit that I had collected from the dungeon because I'd be over encumbered, and then give it to the pet, have them go off, and just like put all that stuff away or sell it. I don't, I didn't care what they did with it. And then they would just come back yep. and give me the pocket change that they got from apparently bartering or haggling with the merchant, whatever it was that they were doing. And yes. <laughs> and then I'd just get the money, and then I'd just keep going through the dungeon digging deeper until I was, like, finally finished with it. So, like, my God, like, that was that really was that, a nice That system, perk. Mm-hmm. 
Like it was that really system nice. has continued in Torchlight Two, and there's now a Torchlight Three, and I do like Torchlight Three. I played, I maxed out a max level every character in Torchlight Three, every mm-hmm. class. Um, I did that during COVID, uh, because that's when it came out was during COVID. Yeah. Um. Torchlight Three is a pretty solid game. Uh, however, it falls into the category of I would prefer. While I can play Grim Dawn by myself and Titan Quest by myself and Diablo by myself, Torchlight feels so much better with other people because it's just imagine, a little yeah. more bland, just a little more bland. So it really needs the extra person to sort of punch it up. That um, and like some of the classes felt a little bit. Um... Like, I don't know, like, um, not very well balanced on their own. Like, especially the alchemist. Um, thanks. Pretty, thanks for stopping in. Have a good weak. night. Yeah, you take care. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I have, I'm sorry. I just got on this ARPG just like. Nah, nah, just, we like, might as well. <laughs> bottled up. Might as well talk it's about it because yeah. it is a genre I don't get to talk about. It's been boiling and simmering well, we away in your mind and so. your soul. Just like I want to talk about it, but we never do. We never will. And this this is my time. <laughs> we never get to. <laughs> it's my time to shine. Yes. Um, Let it happen. Yeah. So uh that that being said, I do want to push... Like, if people are interested in playing, I will play these games with you. Titan Quest, Grim Dawn, uh, Diablo 3 even. Like mm-hmm. I said, I've been playing Diablo 3 with the girls. The girls really kicked off this this binge again because I was playing Diablo 3 with them. Granted, it's a little a little slower pace with the girls. It's fine. But... Um, which we got to play some more tomorrow. I let them have free reign. I got them some extra Minecraft dollars, and they were buying mods on Minecraft and playing those today. Oh, man. But like, we're going to go back to Diablo tomorrow. Uh, yeah. I just... I, I, don't, I don't know, man. I, I... It is such a great genre, and it gets... It's weird, because it's like fighting games, right? Mm-hmm. Fighting games have so much love for the people that play them, but they sell so terribly. And I feel like ARPGs and they're in the same boat. Like they don't sell terribly. Diablo three was the best selling PC game period for a long time. Like period. Um, but yeah. Uh, <clears throat> anyways, Morg, do you have any other spinoffs or anything you want to talk about tonight? Uh, let me see. What are some that can come to mind? Yeah, I, I, I think I'm done for now. I'm I'm pretty sure that in like a couple of hours some will will just hit my brain and like uh, immediately just memory will kick in and I'll be like, God damn it, I could have had that on the podcast. I did that a couple of times before, and I'm kind of upset that that happened. But um yeah. Or I'll do my best to remember better next time. But yeah, most of that stuff was off the top of my head. <laughs> Well, but yeah, I'm surprised I can have a good memory like that. Um, uh, that's it for spinoffs tonight, guys. Um, mm-hmm. So Morg, uh, we'll, we'll we'll sign off here. But next week, Morg, Pan is going to be back, and we're also going to have Stormy Rise on, and we're going to talk about Monster Hunter stories to you some more. That's going to be great, I'm sure. Oh yeah, we definitely. But have But also, to. we have a larger topic. 
Mm-hmm. And that is the introductions to a game series slash game. Sort of like, not necessarily, um, hey, I booted up the game, it felt really good. More like, how was I introduced to X? How was I introduced to this? And like, our oh, favorite experiences like of being introduced to something. Or just a game, right? Because oh. it doesn't have to be a series. Like, mm-hmm. uh, I'm going to put my three biggest up on there, which will be both Monster Hunter, Doom, and Diablo. All three of those. Um, I will probably talk about Oddworld. I'm probably just going to talk about my favorite series in general that, that, that I've been introduced to and then go from there. Because those games like those like sort of core games have all introduced me to other games in their genres except monster hunter because i mean i'm not playing cabela games right i'm not playing other hunting games so (laughs) whenever there's a new monster hunter title when is there ever time to play anything else you know oh my god i don't know man i don't know we we all finished Rise pretty quickly, so there you go. Good point. It's not a jab at Capcom. They made a quality game. It's just a little shy on the quantity, just a tiny bit. If they add a little bit more to it, it's a solid game. I give it an eight point five. It's hard to say that the quantity is the problem. It it has it has a good it has a good solid base. With a lot of monsters. The problem is that it is streamlining too much. And we are finishing the game faster and faster. However, it is still good that they are doing this because it makes the game more palatable. So it sells better. But we just get to the end game quicker. And the reason why I'm still playing is because I'm crown hunting with my brother when we care to. It's not even every night anymore. Yeah. I have not played in three or four. I haven't played all week, actually, I think. I know. I played one day because I didn't have internet. Like I talked about, oh, I didn't have internet like all week until Thursday. You probably saw me hop on the your Discord. It was like, I have internet again. Yay! Yeah, I did like, see it. I was like, <laughs> yes, victories, small victories. Oh, my God. Yes. That is so oh true. man, it was it was it was hell going to work for ten hours and then coming home and fighting with Comcast to get my internet to to like like I've been on a ten hour day. We were outside, it was hot again. Like, can we just can you just look at your shit, man? I just want the internet to work. I just want to sit here while I'm eating dinner. And watch like cold case files or something else that I can just watch. (laughs) 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 Anyways, um, so that's it for tonight, folks. Thank you, Morg, for joining me. Um, got to talk about some spinoffs just because we're hyped for stories too. Uh, I think it's been a great game so far, and it's just been day one, so. I may not be playing that anymore right now. I may, I may, since I played a lot of hours into it already, I may sort of hit a, like a, a, a stopping point for tonight and move on to some other things tonight. But we'll see. So uh, thank you everyone for listening slash watching. Uh, this is Fortuan at Hunter's Hub Pod on Twitter and on Twitch. Um, come join our Discord. And we're going to have hunts and that kind of stuff. And 
I in the Discord, I am going to create Grim Dawn other game rooms, whatever. If you're interested, I mm-hmm. want to play these games with people. Yeah. I really do. Um, I know everyone's playing stories right now. I get it, but I I have my ARPG needs. <laughs> I want to play with people. Anyways, yeah. everybody gets uh, Skyrim fever now you. and then. You know, they just feel it. It's like, oh, I got that Skyrim fever. Yeah. I gotta hit that. Ooh, that sweet spot, baby. But yeah, if I get Skyrim fever, I actually booted up on my Switch because I have the physical version on my Switch. Um, but. Skyrim favorite for me is do you want to be a thief with magic that shoots arrows and kills people? And it doesn't happen too often anymore. But anyways, um thank you guys for listening. Uh Morg, uh you got your Discord to plug. Mm-hmm. And Yep. Oh yeah, oh wait, actually, you know what? I could probably do that in like in the, the uh Twitch stream maybe. Here, let me see. Boom. Let me see if yeah. I can... Yeah, if you guys are on the Twitch, there there is a link to the Hunter's Hub Discord and our Twitter and our SoundCloud and all the stuff. And yeah, of course, if you're on SoundCloud, Twitter's probably the best way to get a hold of our Discord. Um, or, you know, you just search it up, I guess. Although, mm-hmm. I don't know if we're searchable. I don't think we're that popular yet. But, anyways, have a good night, everyone, and we will see you later. Immediately, as soon as I provide a link here, boom, boom, link deleted. Oh well, bye bye. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs>